Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. We are an advice podcast where you call in with your advice and then we give you some of our fantastic advice. And while our advice uh, may be fantastic, we are also not professional advice givers, which what's even the a therapist? What's the real term for a therapist or a psychic, (laughs) a life coach? So we are not professionals by any means. The only thing we are professional bitches, professional cunts, professional friends. Well, no, that sounds like you get paid to be a friend. And yeah, I mean, sort of. So I get, I, I get. It I mean, say you, there's you a can, lot of off the clock things that we do too. 
<laughs> Facts. Uh, so please take all of our advice with a grain of salt or an entire bowl of salt or however much salt that you want because we're just trying to help and we give advice like we do. We give advice to each other because we're friends, mm-hmm. but like we give advice to any of our close friends. So think of us like your big sisters or your little sisters because we're so youthful and young. And just know that we come at it from like a tough love perspective. And uh, if you don't like our advice, have fun. (laughs) Buckle up. (laughs) So I am joined by my co-host and producer and the glue to my glitter, Melissa D. Moms. Hello. We are quite the dynamic duo. I did you. I mean, you did see the um, the edit that I made of us as Sharon Dion. Yes, I've been collecting. I've been collecting uh, other images, ones that we've like shared between each other, being like, "Look at Mm -hmm. us! Someone's using our like our image (laughs) to promote something." And I'm photoshopping our faces into everything. Love it. So it's a good time. This is what happens when you're in a pandemic and you can't take pictures together. Yes. (sighs) Oh, I miss you. I know it's so. Oh, I finally got all my meat in, so I will bring you a roll. (laughs) <laughs> would you like to share with the class about your meat <laughs> got this big old thick dick no um i uh buy meat from wisconsin bison meat and have it shipped to me every few months and this order they had a special on the ground uh meat the ground bison so i got uh 12 pounds i want you to also know uh how tall are you by the way just to refresh, Five, almost one, and she lives alone. So twelve pounds of bison. It's a lot, but it was on special, and I was like, "Mine's you can freeze it." And uh, bison actually, like, even in the fridge, it lasts longer than other meats, mm-hmm. and because it doesn't, and it doesn't have that much fat in it. So, like, when you cook it, it doesn't shrink up. Also, yep. got some bacon and some hot dogs. The hot dogs. Oh, you I'll love the you. hot dogs. I love the hot. Actually, this is the first time I've had hot. Like, I love hot dogs as a whole, but this is the yes. first time I've had the bison ones. And they're so flavorful that you don't have to put anything on them. <gasps> oh, I'll have to order some. Yeah. I'll Does it come one. in dry ice? Yeah. That's why it's taking so long to ship because there, as things trickle down, people are driving less. So like the production of dry ice because it comes from something with gas or something. I don't huh? understand it. But dry ice production comes from something with like people driving in gas and stuff. And so since... People are doing that less and there's a shortage of dry ice. So it takes longer for things to ship out. Whoa. Very interesting. Dry ice always. I'm like, what a cool, weird thing. It is so weird. I loved it as a kid. I was like, I want to touch it. And you're Don't touch it. No, I put my hand in to get, I don't think it was this. It was my daily harvest order to get something out. And my hands like stuck to the box and it was burned. It's terrifying. Yeah. Like it's it's not a good time. No. Um, if you guys want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. If you are new here or you're a regular listener, uh, actually, if you're a regular listener, you know that we have our new format where we usually mm-hmm. start the episode with a callback. And if you're new here... Um, we usually start the episode with a callback. 
But, uh, you know, a little uh, behind the scenes magic. We do our first callback. We do our callback before we start recording the mm-hmm. rest of the episode. And we got off the uh, Zoom with her and we recorded for 45 minutes because we have to include all of it. So we're going to put it at the second half of this episode. And when we say that this is the most wild update we've ever had like, ever had like she's called in several times and we didn't realize she was the same person mm-hmm. and so it's like a lot of culmination of the different calls that she's had and whew, the and update she, is a lot and she you said and she even said too that she called in we didn't listen to that you didn't listen to them i don't listen to the updates in general because again i am the glitter not the glue um, but you said she she updated four different times mm-hmm. with calls, which is like because she was doing like live stuff as it was happening. So this is it's literally like a saga over all of this time. Like two years. Yeah. And it's oh, my God. You're right. Two yeah. years. Holy shit. Yeah. This is like a two year. We got a two year breakdown from a call that we got. Yeah. From how, several th- calls. Yeah, <laughs> Several calls. And the first yeah. call was years ago. Mm-hmm. <gasps> and it's wild. She's an inspiration to us all. Yeah. So the whole B block is dedicated to her. Yes. And um, don't skip ahead because you're going to want to hear these calls and this advice, but get excited. But then we'll be back to our normal format you know, unless later on down the road, we get a callback from we get a multi-day saga about the yeah. uh, girl whose husband was in a coma or the one whose ex-boyfriend accidentally killed someone. We, yeah. yeah. Wild times. Oh, tomorrow is election <gasps> day. Oh, Vote. yep. Tomorrow's election day. Vote. If Biden. you haven't voted early. Yeah. Vote blue up and down the ticket. Uh, it is not a time to vote for any vote that is not for Biden is a vote for Trump. And if you want to argue that, uh, have fun. I'm not responding. And do your research for this. Make sure your vote counts. And if you're feeling disheartened with everything that your vote doesn't count, your vote does. Mm-hmm. And the surefire way your vote won't count is if you don't vote. Right. So vote for if you are someone who looks like me, vote for people who don't look like us and vote for the interests of people's lives, humans that are living and breathing and walking this earth and cut out all of the shit people in your life. And uh, let's all hope that everything goes the way that we want it to go and feel free to unplug for a couple days after (laughs) like it's gonna be pending fuck i know (laughs) should we get into it yeah hey megan and melissa i just wanted to ask about what do you do when you're in a toxic work environment how do you handle that the right way because I've been in so many different jobs that just don't treat me right and I just walk off that's all I do but I'm in one right now they offered me more pay up front but I just saw my pay stub and I'm not getting that um basically I'm like a contractor I guess I don't know what the word is but 
I go to many different like work locations per day and I like clean and I'm paid for the cleaning, but I'm not paid for the driving. And the job description did mention that I would be paid for the driving, but it's just not happening. And they told me this after I did my paperwork that, (laughs) by the way, you're not going to get paid for driving because that's your break time. And, like, I kind of get it, but not really because I'm there 40 hours a week, but I'm only getting paid for 20 hours that I'm actually cleaning. So I don't know how to go about saying, hey, you need to pay me for, like, the time I'm here because this is taking time away from my actual life, and I had to get a second job on top of this just to pay my bills. Everybody there has a second job because we can't get by on just this job alone. But I feel like we feel like we can't quit or something. It's very weird. Like, I want to quit, and I don't know why I don't. Um, They have a really big social media presence, this company, and they're always talking about how awesome we are. They gave me, like, a measuring cup with their company logo on it. They keep giving us, like, free shit with a logo on it, and I'm like, you could use that money to pay us more. That would be something, Um, and I just don't know how to deal with this. This is kind of a temporary job. I'm in my 20s, and I just need something to get me by for now, but I know in the future there will be things like this that come up and how do I deal with them um thank you for listening um hope to hear from you or whatever goodbye first of all let us know what what this service is if they've got like a big following um I'm curious to know because it is uh that was I think something really helpful for when uber like drivers like came out and taught and uber and lyft but like this happens all the time but like independent contractors uh through companies and that stuff when they came forward and were like hey x y and z is not great it gives the consumers that choice Mm -hmm. and understanding um i mean my uh first thing i would say too if you're if you're cleaning like uh what's it called um like commercial buildings versus like independent like homes and that stuff. If you're cleaning independent homes, uh, I would like have your own like business card or something like that. And just to say like, Hey, like if any point, like you just want to hire, I don't know if maybe if it's not, if you, if you don't have that written in your contract that you can't do that, um, like, hey here's this or like here's my like work number like myself if you've like a cell phone number like that you're comfortable giving out to like the people that you're working with um and saying like hey if you uh need any like let me know if you want to schedule you can just also just text me and then you're not on work hours like poaching clients or whatever but like my like the first time i ever uh, hired like a handyman and um like stuff like things like that like they very much were like through services and then they were like hey heads up we like don't get paid well it's kind of shit like here's my personal number and then i'm like oh great cool then i can just pay you personally and i don't have to pay the middleman through that kind of stuff but that also doesn't that's just more of along the lines of like if you can take some clients and people that you're working for uh that can help like support you if you do like to find another job that like but you also have to be careful with that because it could break rules of what's going on which you know like you know i used to do task rabbit back in the day and um you know i'd have people 
say like, hey, I'll hire you for this and then pay you like without going through TaskRabbit. And I had somebody do this one time and then they ended up like not paying me the fair amount. And there's no way to compensate. Like you can't go back because there's no protection like TaskRabbit. If I was doing it straight through TaskRabbit, then they would have still paid me and then like you know, lay yeah. down a lot with the person's credit card. So you have to be careful with that. Oh, I didn't even... Oh, people suck. People do suck. Damn. Um, but you can report this to... If they told you that you were going to get paid for this, it, have all the paperwork where they said like they were going to pay you for it. And you can report this to the Department of Labor. Um, and you can also have the other people that work there like you guys can go as like a group and if all of you are complaining about this then you can get back compensated for it and i would also say make sure you leave regardless of like if you like whatever you end up doing make sure you like leave reviews on their like glass door and like say Mm -hmm. these kinds of things because if they are misrepresenting like uh that the job like online or however you applied and then i don't know like if they if it's in your if they're not like abiding by your contract or if like right before you signed your contract they were like oh psych blah 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 Mm -hmm. or you just took in good faith that everything you discussed would be in the contract and like they didn't write that like on glass door reviews of like they're like misrepresenting like what the job is and like what the requirements are and like they make it seem like oh you can get paid for x y and z and like you don't but also uh i don't know what the exact late i should probably know because like technically i'm an independent contractor when i work for like other when i do Mm -hmm. other things that aren't mine well you're Um, not an independent contractor you're they're hiring your company so then you're a uh they're hiring your company, so they're not actually, actually you're not actually an independent contractor. You're right. I've been before I had a yes. company. I've been an independent contractor, mm-hmm. and uh, but um, I don't. There, the I don't think even re- in regards to an independent contractor that your breaks can be used. Like that's like if it's like oh, it's your breaks to use to get in between to other stuff. Like what is there like hourly how uh, like legally how many breaks do you have to have like based on like you know like mm-hmm. not like a union but like legally how many breaks do you have to have and then also if you can like look into like the specifics of like what a break entails like legally you do have rights in that and if they are skating by on that because also there's something that like sometimes companies do shit that's not legal and they just assume that you're not going to know and yeah, they're just going to say saying. it with confidence yeah that's what i was saying it needs to be reported if they told you up front that you were going to be compensated for your time for driving then you need to report this to the department of labor if they uh did not say that they like maybe alluded to it but didn't actually say it then as an independent contractor you don't have to be paid for things that you were not actually on the job for yeah and I think like I but if you're I, an employee, if you're an employee <laughs> and you are doing this all on the clock, then you do have to be compensated for that. Yeah. And I think if you're feeling like you don't want to like you want to quit, but you're not doing it. That to me is they sound like they're guilting you and mm-hmm. like they're making like you feel like, oh, they're probably saying things like, oh, we're a family here. And like 
when someone says, when a company is like saying all that stuff, when you refer to a job as a family, unless I have equity in the company, I'm not a part of your family. Mm -hmm. Like this is not a family because at the end of the day, if you sell this company, who's making money? You, not me. Like I'm not going to invest that side. Like don't, don't have me invest in it. Like it is my own family when you're just going to like take the kids away. Like that's Mm -hmm. like, it's, it's not that. So know that like, that kind of uh, like manipulation and guilt tripping sort of things that make you feel like you don't want to quit. Or also I'd say you sound like you have like a good relationship with your coworkers. There's also trauma bonding there where it becomes like, Oh, I don't want to like leave these people here. And like, we've really bonded through all of this and all of that stuff. But I think the best, like if you are not able to get compensated for this kind of stuff, then I I quit like quit and then like moving forward when you ask like how do I like these situations are going to happen again stand up for yourself do the research um make sure you have everything in writing before signing a contract and read the contract and you don't Mm -hmm. have to like hire an outside lawyer to read contracts but if you have a friend who even if it's not someone who's professionally someone just a second set of eyes who can catch things like i like with even with writing like someone who can check check spelling errors and things like that like just having a second set of eyes can be really great and then always with contracts in general i read all of my own contracts i'm not a lawyer i have a Mm -hmm. lawyer but i anything that i don't fully understand even you and i have done this with contracts with each other we've been on facetime and like we're both reading like i don't really get this and we google it and we're trying to figure all that stuff out um I go into every contract being skeptical that someone's trying to rip me off (laughs) and never taking the first offer with that kind of stuff. And then at the end of the day, too, if someone's treating you like you're disposable, most likely you are disposable in their minds. And that has nothing to do with you. That has everything to do with them. And then find another job because Mm -hmm. you don't have to tolerate that kind of stuff. And if someone else will tolerate it, then someone else can tolerate it. Like then fine. Like you, I don't have to be bullied into doing something that I don't want to do or is like not the right job for me or is like not finding it's not enough for me. And I'm like spreading myself so fucking thin. And if someone else can do this and that's what you're throwing in my face, like then someone else will do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, best of luck, though. And don't. Yeah. Don't ever feel like you owe your no. company shit. I'm- and I'm such an advocate of people, if you can, working for yourself. And, you know, maybe you like look into you and some other people that are part of this and you guys go form your own company and then you can compensate each other however you want to. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. hmm. Stick it to the man. Yeah. We're very into that. <laughs> the whole, I work with you. You're the person <laughs> I work with. <laughs> well best of luck and also uh it's not like we do live in a capitalist society that like has made like work so important and everything like that but you should i know in your young you're in your early 20s but focus on how you can have a job that like working multiple jobs is not something that we people should have to do to survive Mm -hmm. and invest the time in trying to find a job that you can work at that doesn't like you don't die because you're doing both of those two like those two different things at the same time like that's so hard and uh I don't know if that's like possible but if there's a way that you can you know still have time for yourself and still be able to like not just like live to work and work to live I mean not 
work to live. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Yeah. But best of luck. Stick it to the man. And please slide into our DMs and let us know what this company is. So uh, if you can't put them on blast for this, then we can. True. All right. On to the next call. Woo-woo. I was dating this guy, Jay. He decided that he didn't want to be with me. Well, no. Okay. I asked him if he could see us getting married. He said no. And then I broke up with him-ish. I was just like, I can't do this anymore because I need, you know, I need to feel stable. And I don't feel stable with you if you're not willing to, like, see this as, like, a thing that could be going in the future. And we kept talking and stuff like that. We're still talking to this day. He's still the first person when I call when I'm going through something. And he's always there for me. But I started seeing this guy. I'm going to call him B. Um, and he's, like, uh artistic dreamy musician with and like both of them are musicians but like the like composes music and jay is like a producer so like they're both like you know i don't know i have a thing for musicians whatever fuck me they're all emotional and it sucks <laughs> a or i'm sorry jay is a cancer and or i'm sorry jay is an aries and b is a cancer and B is, like, really cool and sweet and kind and caring and checks in on me when I need it. But he doesn't check in on me quite as often as Jay does. And maybe it's just because Jay's used to me needing constant reassurance or whatever. But, like, Jay's recently expressed that they would like to, like, be back in a relationship with me and that they can see me being their forever person. But I developed feelings for B. and they refuses to tell me how they feel about the relationship at all. And they're just like, I really adore you. That's it. That's like the only thing that I'll hear is like the most that I'll hear is like compliments and shit. But like they won't admit that they want to do something or be something like. And I know it's because like B has like a lot of emotional issues and shit like that. What cancer male doesn't fucking cancer. But like. I don't know. I just don't know. I'm a Pisces, by the way. So I'm just, I'm all water. I just want to, I want to love both of them. And I kind of expressed being in an open relationship with Jay before. And he's into it. But the thing is, is because I'm so, like, emotional and, like, insecure, honestly. Let's just, like, blame it up to my insecurity. Let's just chalk it up to what it is. I don't think I could be in an open relationship with him because I'm too in love with him. I don't want him fucking anyone else. I still want to fuck other people because, like, he made me feel like I wasn't who he wants forever. So, like, now I want, like, I don't know. Not that now I want to fuck this other person because of that. But now I met this other person who I want to fuck. And, like, I don't know. It's not, I don't know. It's complicated. That's why I need your help. Thank you, guys. I love you so much. Bye. I am exhausted. (laughs) This is the prime example where we say to write down uh calls before <laughs> and um, also why i like to know your astrological sign because yeah you're, you're a pisces um <laughs> so b is the emotional one and then j's the one that wants to be in the relationship but maybe open yes and then but j she didn't want to be in an open relationship until she met B. Mm-hmm. 
and Jay and you sort of ended things because he couldn't see himself getting married to you. I'm going to yeah. be harsh with you for a second. Are either of these people, um, I not not entirely sure what they're, uh, I mean, she said he for both of them. She said they for B. B? Okay. So partner. Um, are either, are you in an official relationship with either of them and have no. you ever been? Because like, if Jay, I think she was with Jay because she said Jay said that they wanted to get back together. Yeah, but 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 the way that she said it was like they ended things, but not really kind of because he didn't want to see them getting married. Are I, I think that neither if if you have these insecurities that like high highly insecure person but if you have insecurities that are surrounded by a singular person and those insecurities are going to factor in to your like relate like if it's like oh i didn't have these insecurities and now i do have these insecurities with this person and therefore that is going to change the kind of relationship i'm going to have with them and get back to get why like you're you're acknowledging this like close the door on both of these people if they wanted to be with you they would be with you and maintaining a relationship and checking in on you i'm gonna level with you that's really not that fucking hard that's not a lot of effort sending you a text message calling you checking in with you like that's that's not like don't paint this to be this like huge romantic gesture because it's not like that shit is so fucking easy so fucking basic like you for all you know you could be getting catfished Mm -hmm. like the people on catfish are like messaging every day like all of that kind of shit that like i think you need to have higher expectations for the people in your life and i think if you wanted to be with jay you wouldn't have feelings for b and i think level with you b doesn't want to be in a relationship with you and you know that which is why you're not closing the door on jay because you're not secure in either of these things as being it so when it doesn't feel like it it's not it and just because you like think that you or just if you like regardless of how you feel about someone and i don't mean to say this in like a shattering way but how you feel is 50 percent of it Mm -hmm. And how they feel is the other 50%. And you can't change that percent. And right now, you are giving more than 50, hoping that they're going to meet you there. And they're not. They would be putting as much effort into this. I think if you... (laughs) I think what you will do is I think you will get back into a relationship with Jay and then end up in the same position. Yeah. Unless they've... You just need to... I was just going to say, just take a step back from all of this. Don't be with any one of them. Date yourself for a minute. Um, and also, uh, maybe don't date musicians for a hot second. Well, also, because she never, you never like officially like stopped talking to Jay. Yeah. When that happened. And like, what a mind, excuse me. What a, I'm just going to say, they are a shitty person for telling you that they don't see themselves marrying you. And then you guys, break up this is me assuming that you guys were boy like uh you guys were in like a partnership you were in a real a relationship but if you weren't in a relationship then i also think you just need to really really sit with yourself for a while Mm -hmm. but the fact that they were still talking to you all the time checking in on you that's manipulative like to say like yeah i don't want to marry you and i like we're going to like break up but i'm still going to talk to you every single day which 
that does not let you get over them at all. And then they're like, okay, now I'm ready for this back again. And that becomes pick me syndrome, where then you become like, oh, okay, they're picking me, they're picking me. And you don't have any of the power in that situation. Like it is, oh, okay. I stuck around when they told me they didn't want to see, they didn't see a future with me. I stuck around and now they're back saying that they do. And like, I'm like, okay, you picked me. So then that becomes that like solidifying or like validating feeling that you didn't get before. You need to stop talking to both of them and take a long, long, long ass break. Get Go to therapy if you're not already in therapy and like focus on you. You. And when somebody likes you, you, you'll know. And you don't need to ask them. You don't need to like not ask them, but like you don't need to be constantly like you said, you're constantly searching for validations because they're not the right relationship. Mm -hmm. You won't need to feel be constantly searching for that. And if you're constantly searching for validation, hi, very much relate, but that's me. That's something that I work through in therapy. That's something that's like a part of me. It doesn't have to do with the relationships. And if you're finding in every relationship, you're doing that same sort of thing. This is a situation where, okay, maybe your picker's off and maybe you are transferring any sort of like childhood stuff or insecurity stuff into a relationship which is like when we like test ourselves or whatever. And that is not healthier at all. And stop. (laughs) Yeah. Just stop it. Just stop. Watch some movies, read some books. Like you seem to really be like, this is, this just is like a fanfic. Like, you know, you are relationships shouldn't stress you out as much as this is and you're very frantic and Mm -hmm. trying to get everything out and it's just like no get out of this triangle and just be a dot be a dot (laughs) be a dot or circle yeah be a dot be a circle circles very masturbating you know i know that's why i changed it to that do it do it just for you and take a break from the musicians for a while. Yeah. Ready for the next one? Hell yeah. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Hope you're doing well and staying safe. Here's a little background on me. I'm a straight woman, Gryffindor, Panther on the cusp of Gemini. I'm calling because I'm hoping to get some advice on how to start therapy. It's something that I've been wanting to do for a couple of years now, but it's also extremely terrifying to me. I've tried to reach out a couple of times to different centers, but they typically don't answer, and I'm quick to hang up before they can even answer the phone. I know one of the first questions they're going to ask is if I prefer a male or female counselor, and I don't really know how to answer that question. Due to some really terrible situations with my sisters and close friends throughout the years, it's really hard for me to trust women. It takes a lot for me to open up to any of my girlfriends, and it's been a huge strain on some of my friendships. It literally took me listening to this podcast for at least six months to really trust your input and advice, which I do, by the way. So going to a female therapist is intimidating and a little daunting to me. However, despite my ability to become friends with men easier, I feel like I also shouldn't have a male therapist because I want to be able to openly talk about sex and relationships and therapy. And giving a man's perspective on that feels almost a little inappropriate to me. Wow, so if I can talk. So any recommendations on how to A, feel comfortable with therapy in general, 
And then B, tips on how to find the right therapist would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. For, I will, I'll start by addressing the um, gender therapist wise. Um, I, my therapy journey started with, uh, and the only therapist I currently see is Matsunai's couples therapist, which reality she at this point like we kind of just use her as our individual like together but it's helpful because we hold each other accountable um and when she was helping me find my individual therapist that I had for a while she had recommended that she thought it would be important that I have one who is uh an older woman who is more maternal because that was so much of what I was going to be talking about in therapy would be the most helpful in like progress for me to be someone who in this situation was that kind of like, yeah, that same gender, same age range as that. And the fit in itself didn't really work out for her and I, like I don't work with her anymore, but my current therapist for also like being uh, a, being a woman that kind of you dealing with your internalized um, massage, like I'm just going to say like internalized massage in a way that like is not, I don't know if there's a better word for it, but like you've had issues with women in your life and like a lot of your issues now seem to not just stay with those particular women with like your sister and your mom, that it's traveling into your other, like you have a hard time opening up female friendships. Like you have a hard time, like even taking our advice for the while, because we are women, you have an issue with women and unpack that with a woman that in itself the fact that your therapist being a woman is the most helpful i i personally think and that's what my therapist had said for that and if the first one doesn't work out then then that's then that's okay and i think like how to tell if it's working out or not I, I personally think that like, they're definitely something that like right off the bat, you can tell if you're like, oh, I really don't like you. Like that'll sometimes happen. But then there's other times you're like, I don't know yet. And then it's, I say waiting, waiting it out. I think it probably took me three months or so before I was like, I just don't like how I could tell was I, I didn't really value the therapist I had before that I got didn't I don't work with anymore. I didn't really value her opinion. Like there were certain things that I was like, if I told her, I was like, I, I'm not going to listen to what you have to say because like I don't really like it. Like and I don't I'm and I'm correcting you and I'm saying I don't really like resonate with like X, Y and Z. But like something happens in my life and I'm more like, oh, I don't want to talk to my therapist about this. And that's like that's not what it should feel like with my other therapist. I, something happens and I'm like, oh, file that away in my brain. I can't wait. I need to talk to her about this because I not like a like she even said that she's like I think that you should think of your therapist if she wasn't if, if I wasn't your therapist that like I would be your friend like someone who you could just confide in and like that same sort of like maybe not excited to like unpack trauma but if something happens you value my like you value my presence and my opinion enough that like you want to talk about it with me and that I think is a great way to kind of um tell through that but I personally would say I think like the hurdle in itself would be having a female therapist. Um, and I think just having a female therapist would be putting in that work for you. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I mean, I also don't trust uh, men as much. And I also, you know, my innate fear, I'm like, well, what if you then suddenly have a therapist who then like, like a male therapist who... 
I don't know. It was also sexist. I don't know. Like that's just where my brain goes, which is not putting a lot of faith in a male therapist, which is just my own bias. Yeah. The first therapist I had was male um, because it was like at school. So I could only go with Mm -hmm. who was available. Um, And he was great. And I never felt like he helped me work through a lot of things and helped ease me into therapy. And I never felt like um, I was in any weird situation um, or that he made me feel weird or anything. But, you know, when we when she first started the conversation, I was going to say focus more on like the relationship and bonding with the therapist as opposed to their gender um but now you've kind of convinced me that maybe she should go to a female <laughs> to work through her own issues because she's not going to be able to work through them with the male um but also like male and female aren't the only two genders like you could go to somebody that's fluid you could go to somebody that's non-binary um but Yeah, I think the first step, but really the first step is just like going to therapy and you won't even stay on the phone long enough to talk to the people to put you through therapy. So um, going to her other situation, you've just got to maybe tell a friend that you're doing it and have them hold you accountable or be on the other line just until you get through to talk to somebody. Um, Also, like there maybe look and see if there's any that um you can email first and then they'll call you back but then you have to be accountable for actually answering the phone so it's just getting over that hurdle keep in mind that like you're going to therapy because you want help with a certain situation you can't get help if you don't actually like follow through so think of it like more as like a goal or like something to put on your to-do list like I have to get this done so that I can work through my own issues Mm -hmm. all right let's take a break you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, a, a secondary of my package, and I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods i cannot sing their praises enough specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating, hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy delicious shake and they also have three tins four shake flavor starter kit which lets you sample all the flavors for only nine dollars Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. 
This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are a part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Okay, guys, we are back from our break, and this is the moment we've all been waiting for. The insanely long and wild update. Yes. So Brace fucking yourselves. excited. Me too. <laughs> Gird your loins. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we are with the caller from season four, episode 26. I think it was the first episode that Nikki Lima was on. And so now if you will share... 
a little bit about the original call. Yeah. So my original call was, um, I, when I used to drink, I was drunk one day in my apartment and I found out that my boyfriend used to be, um, in like a furry dating site before we were together and, um, was in a succubus Reddit thread that was really interesting. And at the time, the advice that, um, y'all had given me was like, kind of dance around it, ask him about it. But like, at the end of the day, was it anything that he was doing with anyone else? Or like, it was just stuff that he was into beyond any part of our relationship, cool, whatever. And so um, after that happened, I did kind of ask him, like, I was like, Oh, my God, like, I was on Twitter the other day. And I saw this thread about like succubus stuff. Mm. Have you heard anything about that? Because I don't know anything about my me. That's literally like how I would have done it. Exactly. Like, so random. But guess what I stumbled upon? (laughs) Yeah, it was like, no idea. Twitter wild. And so, um, but he was like, you know, I like, I've heard some anime people talk about, but I don't really know too much about it either. Google it. So I was like, okay, whatever. Like tried. Cool. So, um, I actually also happened to be the caller who called about, um, Columbus day that you guys mm, talked about mm-hmm. where it was. Yes. So is this is the same boyfriend we had been together for, um, a little over two years. So flash forward, we had that issue talked to um i like followed you guys your guys's advice and we had we're seeing a couples therapist for a little bit and that's kind of when i started thinking that maybe this relationship wasn't the future that i envisioned yeah. it was Let's going to be a little bit just can you share with everyone what the columbus day one what the call was yeah so that call was basically we had gone into an argument because this is when things started to heat up in terms of um the united states at least being more socially conscious and aware and obviously that brings in discussions like to your own personal lives and we got into an argument one day because they tried to tell me that um people hating on columbus day was like cancel culture and shit and how it wasn't like it was suppressing white people because it was columbus day stuff and i told them it was full shit um and so we got into a huge argument about Uh. it Sorry, I'm just vocalizing yeah. my feelings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's also how I felt. I mean, that's how I felt like mm-hmm. when I called about it. And I know when I called back, I gave an update and you guys were like, I'm happy, you're happy. But like, I think at the time, I was just kind of lying to myself to like save space a little bit because at this time period, we were actually in the process of buying a house oh. together. So it wasn't just that we were dating or like living together. We were buying, we were in the process of buying a house together. And um, he is nine years older than I am. So I'm 22 and he turns 31 now in December. And so looking back at it now, it was a lot of, a lot of that. But anyway, so that's what the Columbus Day call is about. And so we had started couples therapy and saw like maybe two or three um, sessions with like that one therapist. And then the therapist kind of made it seem like we didn't have issues. And so we just kind of stopped going essentially is kind of what happened and he hadn't really wanted to go anyways and when the therapist was like like made it seem like oh you guys like this isn't like a it's not like a seriously and this isn't worth like breaking up over like I see this kind of stuff all the time and I felt like I was maybe then kind of over exaggerating Hmm. you're in the south as well yeah was your therapist white no it was actually a black woman um yeah so it was through better help it wasn't like in person yeah. yeah. And so, um, but so when that happened, I was just kind of like, okay, so then maybe I'm just like 
overthinking this and like they're right and like it's not the end of the world because like to some extent I was like okay I think he's a good person or like he doesn't actively do like racist things I guess that I know but it was like a whole like conflict in my mind that I just kind of dug down because I was like okay we're buying a house together like this is not the time I guess for me to freak out about it really that would have been the ideal time for me to freak out about it (laughs) right but (laughs) so flash forward to now like Melissa said I've called about four times so each with new information so I think you're really gonna enjoy this Megan um okay um but so basically what happened was the first week of October it's Wednesday and he is like acting super weird. He goes to bed at like 5 p.m. on Wednesday. And I was like, okay, whatever. Maybe you're just having a day. That's happened to me too. I've gone to bed at 5 p.m. one day. Like, whatever. And 5 so, a.m. for me, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, And so I let him go to bed, whatever. I finished the season finale of The 100. That's how I keep days tracked in my mind. Mm-hmm. And... I go back upstairs and when I go back upstairs, he like wakes up and he's like, and cause we're in our house at this point, we closed on our house in April. And now it, this happened like the first week of this October. And so he's like acting really weird and he goes back downstairs. And I was like, something is off here. So instead of hacking into all of his accounts, because I was like, that would be a lot to do. Um, I just Googled a username that he uses for everything. And I found it come up on a review for Fiverr which is a website that people Mm -hmm. use like traditionally for social media graphics or things of that nature. Yeah. But so when I look, the review is for someone who claims to be a witch from Slovenia and offers manifestation magic. And now this is an immediate red flag for me because I am into manifestation, Zodiac, all of that stuff. And he always kind of thought it was stupid. Like he wouldn't even download CoStar type deal. And so I was like, okay, that's weird. If you wanted something in that realm, like you could have told me about it. But so then the review he left was like, this woman is giving me everything I needed in life. So I was like, okay, that's something is weird there. So I guess just password and log into his Fiverr account. And it turns out ready that he had paid $1,200 to this woman to perform succubus sex magic for succubus to be sent to him in his dreams. So that was my first call. Was oh giving you gosh. that update. Well, wow, first of all, Fiverr. Like I only think about Fiverr for like Schools, you know making essays. graphics and things. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't know it went that far. Oh my god, ripped the fuck off when I tell you twelve hundred dollars. Which I mean, financial security is something that's important to me. He makes a good amount yeah. of money. He's thirty-one. We, but we own a house together. I feel like twelve hundred dollars is not something you spend without telling someone else. Maybe like five hundred, no. but like twelve hundred dollars. Oh, so I'm like, how can I get in on this business? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, I want to become a scammer. Yeah. So, but so this is the thing. This is like the kicker too. And I know this like now, but like I said, I have various updates. Is when I mm-hmm. asked him about it, confronted him about it, we did the whole conversation. He doesn't even believe that it was a thing. He essentially paid twelve hundred dollars for something he knew was not going to function and ready disgusting because all white men are disgusting disclaimer but i guess true um he was sending her pictures of his cum on symbols that they did to complete the program thing and when i tell you the background of this picture was a public bathroom i vomited (gasps) i threw up i honest to god it's wednesday like 2 a.m into thursday thursday i had to go 
in person to my office because I have to mandatorily do one day a week in person, whatever. So that Thursday is the day I'm going in and it's 2 a.m. and I'm vomiting into the toilet because I see that he's been masturbating in public to take pictures of his cum on symbols. Wow. Also, I just want to say you're the only other person I've ever heard. Like I've had things in my life where I'm like so shocked. I am like not even I like just throw up and I've never heard anyone else do that. So that makes me feel <laughs> that's good because it was very shocking. But I was also I was like deeply disgusted. Am I in a rom-com? Literally, I felt like I was in a movie because I was like, I'm sorry, I just heard some disgusting information and I threw up like actually like, OK, Cameron Diaz, sit down like the fuck. <gasps> mm hmm. And so I get, there's more, there's more. That was my first update call. Like Melissa said, there were several. So that oh, happens Wednesday into Thursday. I have, like, I confronted him Wednesday because I, I just don't, what else am I going to sleep with that information? That's funny. So I go downstairs and we talk about it, whatever. I'm upset. I'm crying. Um, he was like, it, this happened in July. Like I saw the timestamps for what I was reading or whatever. And I was like, okay, well, you're sleeping in um, our bedroom today. So I don't know what to tell you. And we'll talk about it tomorrow because it's 2 a.m. and I have to wake up at 7 to be at work. So I don't have time for this. So then Thursday rolls around. I somehow get through doing my job. And then at this point in time, I also booked a tarot card reading for Friday because I was like, someone needs to tell me what I'm doing with my life. And my standing therapist appointment was for Saturday morning. So um, I go through the tarot card reading and I talk with my, um, like my individual therapist. I started with her in August. So she knows like a good deal about my existence. And um, so I do that. And at the end of this, the tarot card reading and my therapist kind of convinces me like, maybe this is something you can work out. Like you own a house together, whatever. Like this was something that happened online. Like maybe this is something you can deal with. And so my therapist was like, write a needs list and um, you'll like present it to him or whatever. And then you guys can go from there. So I like wrote it out. I gave it to him. Saturday night, or my news list was like, I need full access to your financial accounts. Like I want your passwords to your emails, like 24 seven, I don't care. And it was just like stuff like that. And he would like agree to everything. And so on Saturday, I was like, okay, so maybe this will be like, like cool. Like maybe this will be something that with like help we can like work towards. Because at the end of the day, I'm thinking back to, to my original succubus call. Where it's kind of like this is something that cannot be fulfilled by any human being. This is just like an imaginative thing. And yeah. so, um, and so that kind of like it made me feel like maybe it wasn't totally cheating, it was just something like he hid from me and was gross. And he obviously needs help to deal with at least the public masturbation thing. And um, so that was Saturday. So then Sunday, he went to his friend's house to go watch a football game. Um I know we're in a pandemic. <laughs> There's only so much that I can do. But, um, and so I went to a friend's house to watch a football game. And I was like, something is weird here. Cause I had a dream Saturday night. And I was like, there's more, there's more going on. And we talked about my needs list. He was like, I didn't do anything else. Nothing else happened. But so Sunday I hacked into his desktop computer. Cause he's a big video gamer. And it just so happens that the same pin codes he uses for everything was the pin codes we used to get into our house. So he's stupid or he wanted to be caught. <laughs> and I log in and I find Tinder messages, Instagram DMs, a disgusting, not safe for work discord chat where essentially boys just send each other a bunch of porn. And he was sending them nudes of girls he used to fuck when he was like single or whatever. 
And I was like, thank fucking God I never sent this man anything because we had been pretty much together every day since I met him. Yeah. And because I was like, I'll obviously end up here. But it was like screenshots of like their Facebook profiles and their Instagram profiles. So you could like see who they were. And then like nudes, like nudes on nudes on nudes. And it was a wow. him, just him, but a, a bunch of other disgusting Discord gamer guys. Um, so never dating a gamer again, in case you're curious. <laughs> but um, it was disgusting. Like it literally some of the stuff I saw, I was like, I feel like I almost like, I guess this is legal, but I feel like I have to report it to it's, someone. No, it's not legal. It's not if you if they're distributing uh, nudes without consent. Uh, the women's consent, it's not legal. Well, maybe I should report to someone because it was literally like. But when I tell you the disgusting things that they were sharing, even stuff that they could find publicly for porn, it was literally them sending like porn to each other back and forth, and it was gross. Mm. Like it was like that type of like the kind of stuff that you see where it's like women getting mistreated, like beaten up, like that kind of porn, and it was mm-hmm. it was a lot. But so then I see all of that and then I go into his emails and then I find emails where he's asking for the location of like a happy spa in Charlotte or something. And so that's what got me because everything else was just like Instagram, Tinder, like, you know, yeah. like mm-hmm. regular cheating stuff. Um, <laughs> but so, but yeah, I took screenshots of everything. I have voice recordings of all our conversations because I'm afraid his dad is going to make the house thing really difficult because he's an mm. old Baptist white man from a very small city in North Carolina. Um, so he's the villain of the movie. Yes. <laughs> but so I'm like protected in that sense or whatever, but I just wish I would have checked his email because he got a notification that someone logged into his Instagram and literally I had already screenshotted all the DMS that I needed to. And I saw them delete before my eyes. And then I got a call from him and he was like, are you my Instagram? And I was like, I don't know are you scared that I'm in your Instagram? And he was mm-hmm. like, well, no, I wouldn't be. And I was like, really? I wouldn't find anything in your Instagram. He was like, I'm coming home. I'm coming home. And I was like, you don't have to come home if you don't fucking want to. <laughs> like, we're good here. But so he came home and got into a huge argument about it. That's when I did the voice recording. And I was like, you need to like figure this out, like whatever, because like that was the end of my straw. So then Saturday going into Sunday at this point, I'm still in Charlotte. I'm still having to stay at the house because I don't have, first of all, I'm not going to burden a friend with having me stay there because I have a cat as well in the middle of a pandemic. Like maybe things Mm -hmm. have been different, but like at this point I don't have anywhere to stay in Charlotte that I feel comfortable enough to like do anything. So Saturday night I was like, okay, I'll figure it out on Sunday. I'll call my parents and see what I can finagle from there. But so then Saturday night I couldn't sleep again. And I was like, I'm missing something else to this story. So I went into the guest room where he was sleeping and took his phone and I logged in. And that's when I found out that he had been um, paying sex workers to meet up with him at hotels while he's supposed to be at work to have sex since February. <sighs> yeah. So, the in case you're curious, white men have. In case you're curious, the so sex workers in Charlotte are very safe. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they're very safe. Um, yeah, they um, make like them send ID, like pictures of their IDs and like their LinkedIn profiles to make sure they're real. And I was like, you go. Oh, fuck yeah, um, girl. Yeah. yeah fuck yeah, bitch. Like, but like, <laughs> yeah, since February. So not only was it in a pandemic that I mm-hmm. have been. I feel taking as seriously as possible. Like if I have to go into work because they make me like, I'll go into work, but I haven't, I haven't gone to a restaurant. Like my parents have been bugging yeah. me forever to like go out even to like an open air seat. I'm like, gotta go. Like I'll go grocery <laughs> shopping because my house doesn't have like a delivery 
area yet because the address was new. So like that kind of stuff. And to find out that not only was he like doing this, but like in the middle of a pandemic. So he obviously cares two fucking shits about my mm-hmm. health. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, on top of that, I asked him, um, I was like, have you been using condom? Because at this point in time, we hadn't been because we owned a house together and you know, I'm stupid. So not stupid, but you know, made the decision that yeah, I did. You were in a, co- yeah. you thought you were in a committed relationship and, where, you know. Yeah. But so at this point, I'm like, dude, tell me at least if I can use a condom. He's like, I honestly wouldn't be able to tell you. So at this point, it's not only risking me pandemic wise. I have to, I did go, I'm good in case you're wondering to get those results back, but I did have to like Mm -hmm. go through all of that as well. And then on top of that, this happened starting in February. We didn't close on our house until literally the end of April, which means for those, whatever, two, almost three months that we were like going through the process and getting all this paperwork that we needed and everything. He was actively doing this and still pushing me to end up buying a house with him. Because it wasn't even so much this was my idea. If it had been up to me, we would have moved into an apartment together and like done a lease for a year. Because we didn't live together before this. This was literally us moving in together and buying a house. But my parents were like, this will be a good financial investment for you eventually too. Because the price is just where they were. You know, all of that stuff. And so... But so that means he was literally pushing me while he was having sex with these sex workers to close on a house. And we ended up closing all while he was doing this from February until now that I found out. And the last one that I found was from the last week of September. So when I found this out, it was literally like eight days ago. Oh my, did you like, like storm into your therapist or like whatever, like virtually to your therapist to be like, excuse me, let me tell you all of it. Like, holy shit. So I saw her Sunday or Saturday morning or whatever. We had a phone call on Saturday night because I see her through BetterHelp again. And so yeah. she was mm-hmm. like, I'm washing my kitchen right now. If you want to like call me, we can talk more about it. And I was like, bless you, Katie. <laughs> so we talked about it Saturday night and then Sunday, this is like 4 a.m. So when I saw the sex worker stuff or whatever, I ran to the guest room. I threw the phone in his face and I started yelling at him in Spanish because what else am I supposed to do with my life? And um, he started crying. He had like a fit where it was like bad enough where I was like this close to dialing 911 because I didn't fear for like my own safety, but he was like doing the like masculine, like punching a hole in the wall, trying to break my phone, like being like upset (sighs) that I got caught and like not knowing how to deal with my fucking emotions. And um, so it was like that. And so I texted her at 4 a.m. and she responded to me at 7 a.m. on Monday or like Sunday morning. And she was like, you can call me whenever you want to. We're good. And I was like, okay, I'll give you a call like this time. And so we talked about it. And, um, and I told him I wanted him to leave the house. But he ended up throwing like such a huge deal about it that when um, Monday morning came around, he left to go to work. And I just took my cat and like everything I needed like essentially to survive. And I did end up going to that friend's house for Monday because I was like, if I come back and, he, and um, I'm here like on Monday... I don't know if it's going to get violent. I don't know how it's going to be. So my parents were like, you need to go somewhere else. And then my friend Mm -hmm. was nice enough. He was like, stay with me on Monday night. Like, well, we can deal with it Mm -hmm. like on a Monday night. So I was like, okay. So I literally dipped on Monday. I ended up calling his cousin to be like, someone needs to be home when he gets here because I don't know if he's going to hurt himself. And I know that's not my fault, but I also don't want to deal with the complexity of that either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then his cousin came there and then I ended up staying in Charlotte for that work week because I still had to go in one day at my office. And my friend also happens to be my coworker. So I ended up going in on the same day. 
and then coming back and I ended up staying that week. And then I was able to drive down that weekend to where my parents live, where I have been quarantined ever since. Wow. So what's happening with, yeah. Like how do you feel like valid? Cause there Mm -hmm. is something about like, when you know, and like, I think we've all been there when like, you know, that someone is not like giving you the whole truth. And then there can be this kind of like determination, like I'm going to figure this shit out. And then there comes a point where it's satisfying. But then there's also that like dip of like, well, fuck, like what now? So like, where, how are you, where, what are you feeling at? Like, was it a good enough? Cause even you said like, even at the beginning of this update, when you were talking about like the couple therapist, how like you, it like making you feel like, you being like, oh, maybe this isn't the right relationship, but essentially everybody else kind of telling you mm-hmm. like, or maybe it is like, was it, do you, how do you feel now? Like good or? Yeah. So I feel good that I guess, um, like I felt like something was weird since we saw the couple's therapist or whatever, but like I kept talking it up to like, maybe the pandemic is affecting him as well. Um, he's actually a veteran and has struggled with that a little bit. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so may- I kept giving him excuses. And I was talking to my therapist about it too, but I felt like something was gone. So I feel validated in the sense that like, I was right. <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. I know to trust my intuition because I did start feeling like something was up in like March, but I blamed it on being in isolation and like all mm-hmm. that stuff. And like ever since then, and he said it at one point too, he was like, you tried like so hard to, um, to like talk to me and like make sure everything was good. And like, I just kept telling you I was fine and I was fine or whatever. And my therapist was like, I mean, you did try. So I also feel kind of good about the fact that um, regardless of what happened, like it wasn't, it had nothing to do with me. It had everything to do with him. And I still like tried, I guess. Um, But I've also just accepted that I'm never going to know everything that happened because obviously he kept lying to me at those like three individual stages where I kept asking like, no, like this would be the time to tell me. So who knows if I found everything? Who knows if I didn't? But like at the end of the day, does it really matter? Because obviously if he's willing to lie to me, not only for that long of a time period, but like every time I caught him, it was like a different effortless lie, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. Uh, so did you guys like officially, like, did you have like the breakup conversation or was it like, because like this is like, it's a steady decline of like all of the stories over mm-hmm. and over again. So like, was there a point, like what was the official conversation you guys had or is it just like peace so um if it were up to me i would have ghosted him that would have been very sad <laughs> you have a house together you have a yes, fucking house. i know um so it eventually so he didn't know i would left monday and it, when he got home on that monday he was like are like your stuff or like you're gone like where and i took my cat so that was like a very mm-hmm. obvious indicator that i was like and so um but so that was like he kept calling me and stuff and I just kept declining his call because I was like, I don't have the mental capacity to deal with any of this. And I knew mm-hmm. his cousin was there as well. So I didn't feel like I needed to respond in order to make sure he didn't harm himself or anything. Um, so it was like all that week he kept calling me and he still continues to text me like stupid fucking shit. But then finally that weekend I called him to tell him he needed to leave the house because I was um, going with my same friend to go pick up like some more essentials that I needed. Cause Monday I literally just grabbed like a pair of jeans and a t-shirt, my cat and I left. <laughs> and so, um, I had to go grab like some more clothes. I wanted to grab like my passport and like soul phone, everything just, to, just in case. Cause you never know. And I was smart. Like, yeah. You're was, fucking smart, dude. Thanks. But I was like, I don't know, like if he's capable of doing this, what else he's capable of doing. 
Um, so I like grabbed everything important essentially. And when I called him to tell him he needed to be out of that house, he was like, but like, am I ever going to see you again? Like what's going to happen? And I was like, what do you mean? Are you ever going to see me again? Like, I was like, I might start a YouTube channel. You could follow me there. Like, <laughs> um, and so, but so no, he, I, he was convinced like to your point. So I hadn't had that official breakup conversation when this happened, because in my mind, I was like, I left. I don't understand. Yeah. Be any. And, um, but no, to your point, like he called me who, and he's going through, he's like, I talked to my parents. He was like, I know I like kind of like forced you into this house. So whatever you want to do to feel more comfortable again, because like, if that means you don't want to live in the house and you take your name off and I stay here, that's fine. He was like, if you want to sell the house, we can do that too. And he was like, if you want to go back to living in an apartment, like you originally wanted together. And then he was like, or we could even together. Yes. He said, as in like, like he was convinced that this was just something that like I left because I was being emotional. And um, cancer moon, but not that cancer moon. <laughs> and so um, he was like, yeah. So he's telling me this. He's like, if you want, we can live apart again. Like we did when we first moved to Charlotte. And I was like, I do. I, I literally, I was speechless. I was like, I don't understand how you came to this conclusion. And I, so that was, I guess, our breakup conversation. Because I literally told him he was fucking stupid. And then he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, that's not happening or whatever and so then the house thing has been a series of kind of back and forth between me and his father because his father also happens to be a realtor and so Mm -hmm. it's been a little bit of back and forth but I think where we ended up is um there's something called an assumption of a loan where essentially when two people are on a mortgage um one person can assume all responsibilities and let that second person off and um he's going to return my investment back to me which includes mm-hmm. my half of the down payment and then my half of the mortgage that I've been paying from May to now. So it was like all of like five months. Um, so that feels good because at least I'm getting my investment back. And what I was hoping was going to be like a financial investment later on or whatever. Um, I did end up finding an apartment that's actually in an area that I've always wanted to live in. And I just wasn't ever able to afford it. But um, with COVID, they were giving really good deals. And obviously, the last thing I want to be doing is having to move in Mm -hmm. the middle of everything. But um, at the end of the day, I have to go back to my job to make sure I'm financially stable and everything. And I really do like the city. Um, So that worked out really well. I found a great floor plan. It's like a triangle. It makes me very happy. The complex is very industrial. My mom saw it like through the virtual tours. And she was like, this is a really good place for you. And um, I also happened to be the person who called that a man followed me up to my apartment like about a year and a half ago. Oh my gosh. You guys have answered a lot of my calls. But so this building oh my God. is very safe. And like, um, like it's a lot of like key lock things. Like it's like a luxury type building mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the sense that there's like a security guard there and all, all hours, that sort of thing. So I wouldn't even have to call a cop to deal with anything. We have like our own private security, which makes me feel better. The garage is all like locked, everything's secure. So that made me feel really good too, because that was one of my things is I'm going to have to go back to an apartment and I'll have to be worried again about something happening like what mm-hmm. happened last year when I first moved. But I don't have to deal with that. And so everything just kind of seems like it fell into place and like maybe this was the right step for it to happen, which is why I think I am not as like devastated as I was like when I broke up like my high school boyfriend to go to college or anything like that. Mm-hmm. No, like the pieces of your life, like all it's all of them are falling into place. Like the place you always like area you always wanted mm-hmm. to live in couldn't afford like 
all of that kind of stuff is like great. And I'm sure you would already do this, but I would tell the security guard like right off the bat, like, hey, I like I'm living alone. I've had one incidence where someone has like followed me and like really freaked me out just like as a heads up. I had like a very crazy ex-boyfriend who like would show like would just like a bad relationship in general. And I told like the security guard of the building that I like lived in and he very much like he like would like every single fucking postmate that came in, like not even just for me, was like Mm -hmm. so diligent about it, would like actually walk outside the building and make sure when I would get into my car, he would like see me and knew all of that stuff. But I, and this is like, I'm so happy for you and like the, the arc that this has taken, like pieces falling into place. I do need to like note on the fact that he, your ex is nine years older than you and you're interacting with his father who is like, I'm just the idea you 22, you said, right? Yes. You're 22. And so like, let's just, it's you interacting as like the most mature party in this relationship, you interacting with some man who is most likely in his 60s. Yes. Yeah. He's actually (laughs) closer to his 70s. Um, But so then this is the other part is I would like to say like, um, as much like you guys always talk about like age differences, like they're like, it's a weird thing. Like you always have to like, you feel like it's cool or whatever, like he's giving you attention. And I actually, I think I called back. I don't know if this ever aired with like advice about a girl who was going through it, but it was like, she was like almost minor type thing. But I had called back giving the advice. I was like, well, you know, you need to like be aware of like life stages or whatever. Um, Because at the time we were in the same life stage. He was doing his second degree. We met like we were when we were both in college type thing. So like, I thought mm-hmm. that was like enough, but just for anyone listening, it's not, and it's still creepy, even if you guys are in the same life stage. It is. And it's, I'm so glad you can like see that now and say that. Cause it's so fucking hard for people to recognize. And like, there are very slight exceptions to like that kind of like rule or whatever, but it's not even necessarily exceptions. It's more like things that you can see past mm-hmm. and like, It is like, it's always, it's always weird. It's always going to be like, there's always something more to it. It's not Mm -hmm. just like, oh, ages, there's always something to it. And some people can look past that. Like some people really can, but does that mean that it's like that weirdness doesn't still exist or like what the reasoning behind all of it is? Like it's, it's not, and the, the thing with it is like, the it's the power dynamic especially we live in like a patriarchal society like when you have um like a man who is older who already assumes so much power in 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 this country in, in the world yeah and then being in a relationship with someone younger that power dynamic even though we're talking about like oh maturity way more mature we're way more mature yeah but it's that power dynamic it's like i'm already even we're the same age same everything i hold more power over you but then when that age thing switches it's even more yeah Yeah. and i will say like i'm very fortunate and lucky that um like i said finances have always been really important to me so i always made sure i had like a savings he didn't know about where i was like good for six months if like something ever happened Mm -hmm. or anything and like I feel so lucky for that too, because what if I did it and I would have had to yeah. have stayed in the house? Right. No, that's, dude, you're that's fucking a lot. smart. You are smart, Thank but there you. are a lot of women right now in the pandemic that are stuck in the house with their physical or mental abusers and they can't get out. So yeah, I'm no, glad that yeah. you had a, a plan and that you trusted your intuition. Yeah. But so those were my crazy updates. Kind of funny how I called like four bajillion times and everyone thought saw this coming except me. It no, but I mean we all we all have to figure those things out like for ourselves. And yeah. you never let your 
you never like like we I, we had it on i think it was one of the more recent episodes maybe we recorded it or it's already up i don't remember what it was but about like at a certain point we can know something we can like not trust somebody but we can still like choose to believe them even though deep down we don't mm-hmm. and like that's that's fine and i think a lot of people beat themselves up over like oh why didn't i leave sooner why didn't i do x y and z and it's like but at the end of the day everything that happened it didn't just like wash over you like you kept it like you you take note of it you like file it away in your brain and then when it comes to the point where like it is that breaking point it happens and then you can be like okay i trusted my intuition and my instinct and just because like sometimes like I I wanted to make it work and I like made these choices to hope that it would work doesn't make me like uh, it doesn't make that a mistake that I did that it's like something that I had to go through to get like this this point I'm glad that you're out of that situation me fucking do let's hope the next time I call it's about a really pretty girl who I'm nervous about going on a date with once the vaccine comes Uh, out that's the goal in life I love it. That's yeah. that's the best. And you guys have a beautiful apartment together and you just have lots of plants everywhere. And it's and then she also has a cat too. And a then you, the cats become cat. best friends. Yeah. That's my uh, life. Yeah. That's I like goal. it. Well, well, we're 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 all hoping. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Maybe we're rooting for you. Thank maybe you. we'll spend the twelve hundred dollars to manifest. Um well there's no succubus involved, but maybe we'll find we'll we'll do our own scamming witch manifest yeah. for that for you. <laughs> Thanks, I really appreciate it. They're raging oh. all over Fiverr. Like the amount of people I saw who messaged everywhere. They all hide under not hide, but like they don't promote that yeah. part of what they yeah. do. A lot of it is like witches, like manifestation, magic, rituals, that sort of stuff. But they all do some sort of sex type. Well, yeah. Melissa, thing. let's start this shit. I know. It's the next don't blame me and <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not we would do it. Wow. We would. Holy fuck. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for sharing all that. Yeah. And I know that you're still like actively going through it, but you seem very strong and I'm glad that, you know, that things are working out. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. I just figured you're smart as hell. Thanks. I just figured at least I hope someone listens to this and like goes back and is like doesn't go through anything that's like aggressive but like can see like me i've been arguing with myself and even with you guys and all the advice that you guys have given if you go back through the calls mm-hmm. of like is this gonna work like is this something i should deal with and i always kind of made myself deal with it to like almost meet expectations other people had set for me and it's it's not fucking worth it i'm 22 and look at where i got myself now so now i have like the rest of my existence to go do yeah. things that actually make me happy holy tits everybody yeah wild <laughs> fucking wild she's an inspiration to us all and yes thank you so much for sharing <sighs> that saga i was gonna say story but this is a saga the twilight saga has nothing on no. this did you ever watch those movies i watched the first one because my sister had a seizure and it was the first time she had a seizure and um she loved the books in the movie and so i stayed up and watch with them with her over and watch the first one with her over and over again oh you're such a good sister so yeah. that's a movie to watch the first one's probably the best well, which it's terrible so <laughs> saying a lot um well we hope you guys enjoyed this episode if you want to call in for an upcoming one please leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976 and international listeners you can leave us a voicemail at nope you can leave us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com oh i forgot to say this in the beginning of the episode please write down 
what you are going to say. Practice. It needs to be under three minutes. And you also need your parents' permission or be over 18. 18. Yeah. So we appreciate uh, and you can all appreciate like shout out. Hey, Pisces caller. You're very sweet. You didn't write it down. Can we all we can all collectively agree you didn't write it down. Mm -hmm. And it's a little more all over the place, which is it's just not what we it's just easier for us to follow when we've got more concrete um please uh get out there and vote and uh oh follow us on social don't blah meme pod our patreon if you want to watch the video version of this and we also have our live streams we do two a month they're very fun it also helps us continue this show and we love doing this show where can people find you on the internet they can find me at she is not melissa where can they find you they can find me at megan rinks uh okay guys um we will see you next time goodbye don't blame me is a production by me Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.